Pels fans, it's Friday, it's game day in New Orleans, and another edition of the Black and Blue Report presented by Seaton. I'm Cindy Robinson, and I'm joined by Caroline Gonzalez, Ashley Amos. Uh, Ashley, your voice sounds a little deep there. <laughs> Daniel Salerson here, filling in for the one and only Ashley. Yes, Ashley is out on a little vacation, so we have our producer, Daniel Salerson, back in the house. You're settling with me. I'm not, we're not settling, You're settling. We are. we are. We're settling. Major settling. You already Sorry. heard me once this week. People You're are going to be like, cute. again? Cute. No, I get that a lot. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel, it's good to have you back in the office. You've been gone for quite some time. Good to be back. Yeah, been a little busy. Right, really busy. Good reason. Taking care of another human being. That's it's, not that busy. <laughs> it's different, a for mini, sure. A mini... Let's hope a mini girl of my version wife. Of yeah. you. <laughs> Let's hope it's more mini no, girl version of my wife. Exactly like yes, you. Daniel and thing. his wife. Yes, Christy had Lillian Jade Salerson. Yay. Born two, now three weeks ago. Three weeks ago. You can head to Daniel's Instagram to see pictures of Lillian. Yeah, that's all <laughs> the pictures now. There's no more pictures of me up there. It's all pictures of her. Well, that's usually how it happens. Everyone kind of makes And I'm okay with that. Yeah, yeah you know. Flash, you don't matter. You anymore. don't matter anymore. You might as well change the name of your Instagram to Lillian J. So it was D-Sal already. Should I do L-Sal? Yeah, and L-Sal. Just... Or maybe D and L, you know? Yeah. It's like your, yours, but it's really hers. Might as well just make her her own one. Might as well. Is it how? What's the cutoff? Like, when's the when should you start giving your children Instagram? Because I feel like the way we're going now that well, some people start. I was gonna say some people start theirs. You know, as soon as they're born, like have because they post so many pictures of their babies, and they're like, ah, let's put it on their own page so it's not flooding. I mean, you are a basketball reporter you might want to still stick with that theme somewhere in there. (laughs) See, I don't really do a lot of that on Instagram, anyways. It's more just stupid things oh I you do, don't do so. like from the games and stuff i'm more just a picture of the what the court looks like i'm very boring on instagram i'm no, just I'm i've just too. started doing more of the stories which i've been proud of those like, are fun i haven't done the a lot curve of... already you should have done had christy with her pregnancy belly painted it uh like a basketball oh the pregnancy videos and pictures and then created the instagram you need channel. her to you're direct already, your instagram you're there you already go. behind the curve all right i mean i did do a pretty good gender reveal i thought with yeah. a basketball. it was nice it was very basketball themed so yes we have mr daniel salerson joining us so we, we can talk a little more pels with him later on but we're going to get into this saints game preview before we talk about pelican there's a game schedule Yes, it's game day back in the Mercedes-Benz Superdome. How excited are you guys for home games back in New Orleans? I'm pretty amped. It's always so much fun. The city, the energy is so electric when there's a Saints game day, especially more when the weekend games come on Sundays. That whole weekend when you see the RV start coming in from out of town, when you go downtown, you just know that, okay, who cares what happens Friday and Saturday during it's Saints game day on Sunday. So. It's fun. I know preseason is a little tough sometimes watching as far as, but it's at least holding me over until the regular stuff starts. I was so. going to say, even though it is preseason and not as not as exciting, mm-hmm. I feel like it's still going to be as exciting for the fans to have football back in the of dome. Of course, especially with how loud and the crowd, amazing the crowd is in the dome, yeah. just to kind of get back to that. It's going to be exciting. Do you guys think they'll do intros? Because that's honestly my favorite part. Yes, you have to. Like Any the fire and everything. That's but my the thing part. is, I agree with you, though, because it's kind of like you don't know if right. all your starters are going to really play because right. it's preseason still. Right. It's still early preseason at that. You, you don't. I don't know. I, I would like to think that 
we're going to see some starters play because it's a home game, you know? So even if it's just for a few minutes. <laughs> you might have a few of the starters that are planning on starting and just maybe those other guys that normally don't start, they're going to have their time to shine in the intro, something that they might not Yeah, they, they might, might not, not have get the rest before. of the season. That's so, right. Um, I, I'm thinking they would because I'm guessing this is going to be a, a full rehearsal for the in-game entertainment yeah, just yeah. as much as it is for for the players. Yeah. So I'm assuming everything is going to be like a regular game for the most part. Right. I'm excited to see the fans, and I wonder if it's going to be as loud as it is during regular season. I think the loudest it got was during playoffs last year for right. sure. But I would love to see that energy just so, like you said, for the guys who may not make the team or be here, they can experience it too because yeah. it is an experience. For them, this <laughs> is their Super Bowl. For some of these guys that are fighting for a playoff spot or fighting for a job on – not a playoff spot, just a spot on the team. Yeah. But also fighting for a job with someone else or right. even a practice squad position. Right. Keep in mind those are very important that this is their – might be their only chance they put on an NFL uniform. So for them, they're going to play like this is the Super Bowl. So, yep. I mean, you might as well have the crowd in it just kind of showing them what it could be like if you do make this team. Honestly, it's the, it seems like that's the team's motto, period. Like all of them, everyone, every time they suit up, they're like, we're going in this as if this is the game that matters the most regardless. For sure. So. Yeah, we heard a lot of the rookies last weekend say, like, it's been a dream come true because mm -hmm. it's their first NFL game, but now it's their first NFL game inside their Superdome right. for the team that you're trying out for. So it's going to be electrifying. Okay, so I have to ask you guys. We saw some of them play last week for the first time. You know, a lot of them for the first time, rookies and new people to the team. Who are you most looking forward to seeing more of this week? Um, I would say for me, it's two people. It's Natrell Jamerson. Mm -hmm. um, we okay. heard Aaron Glenn talk about him earlier this week a little bit. Um, mm -hmm. Said, you know, don't sleep on him. He's right. he's doing really well. And then another person I've been not really totally aware of or thinking of is Will Clapp. Yeah. And I know a lot of people down here have been thinking about him because, you know, he went to LSU and right. Brother Martin and things like that. But I kind of He's kind of been out of sight a little bit for me. But, um, you know, offensive line coach Stan Ruchar said that, you know, he's picking up things like a second and third year player. Yeah. So he's adapting very quickly and he's doing really well. So I'm kind of excited to keep my eye on him now that, you know, I'm, I'm focused on him a little bit more. Right. What about you, Dan? I'm going to go the easy round to the QB situation. Yeah. The backup <laughs> QB situation, that is. As much as my, I would love to see Drew Brees play in the preseason, right. he can stay back and sit back a little bit. Yeah. But I would say Taysom Hill – and Tom Savage, just because it is interesting to see those two battle for the backup quarterback slot. We saw it again in the first game, which I don't think any of them stuck out enough to be like, that's our guy. But mm -hmm. both of them do different things. Hill can do more with his feet. Savage can do a little bit more with his arm and more of a presence in the pocket. But none of them really were like, man, they took the bull by the horns in that first game. So I do want to see a little bit more from them. And I'm going to be watching them because it is important. You never know. You don't want to obviously think that something happened to Drew Brees, but Still having that backup quarterback and also potentially with Hill because Sean Payton, you know, raves about him and how he played last year on special teams and how athletic he is. You kind of want to see how he does at a quarterback. And yeah. these four games for him are very important just to see what type of player he is uh, under center. So mine are one receiver, Keith Kirkwood. He's a mm -hmm. rookie. Um, he's, to me, been kind of impressive in camp because he's been like a – someone you wouldn't expect to stand out. Right. Um, Sean Kelly said it the best that he's consistent. He's not doing like over the top a lot for you to be like, oh, he's for sure making the team. But it's like enough for you to be like, I, I want to see more from him. He's going to be right. something that you look forward to. And then my other one is Justin Hardy because we, you know, we saw him on the team last year, but he was mainly special teams. 
but he's been working more and more in that corner position and even getting advice from his peers, especially Marshawn, someone he like grew up with, you know, they went to high school together. Um, and Marshawn's like, yeah, I see potential in him. I see him so much, but I also don't sugarcoat anything with him. Like when it wasn't good, I let him know that wasn't mm -hmm. a good play. So you've seen the progression and you see that he's really hungry and like fighting for it and wants that opportunity. So I'm looking forward to seeing more of him too. And I think he's kind of getting more into his own now. Like mm -hmm. last year he made the roster on special teams and now he's like, okay, making the roster isn't enough right. now. Now I want to go more into my position and kind of stand out in my position. He's also one of those ones that he started on like last season – when during training camp, training camp, he was with the Texans, and the you know the Saints saw him from their was it their preseason game, yeah. and they did mm -hmm. the joint practice too, yep. I think. Mm -hmm. So that's one of those things you're talking about where no matter what team you're on, someone else can see you. Someone's and, always watching. Exactly, and then he had that big play on special teams last year, so he's definitely one to just keep your eye out on because he's for sure hungry yeah. and pushing for it. If I can add one more, Jonathan Williams at running yes. back position yes. because. Because of the suspension of Mark Ingram, besides Alvin Kamara, we really don't know who's going to be that number right. two back because Alvin Kamara is not going to get the entire workload. So whether it's a Shane Vereen or whether it's a little bit of Boston Scott or if it's Jonathan Williams trying to make a name for himself, I think the running back position is something to keep an eye out for tomorrow or today as well. Right. Well, now that you mentioned that, we have some players fans should be keeping their eye out for. J.D., John DeShazer, our senior writer, uh, wrote a – Quick little write-up about, you know, players you should be watching out for, looking out for in the game tomorrow, and Jonathan Williams was one of them. There you go. Yeah, because, he, I mean, he had, Expert a, analysis. He had, a, pretty, he had a good game last uh, preseason game, and he, like, he was another one that was with the team last year but didn't really get the opportunity to yeah. play. So he's really trying to show, like, you know, I'm aggressive, I can do this, and like you said, in that position, it's going to be something to fight for, for yeah, sure. Yeah, for sure. He's putting up the biggest fight right now. Yeah, you got it. Um, so then also to look forward to you guys is Trey Hendrickson at right defensive end. He's getting that opportunity to play. I think he's played on the left side. So it's like, you know, getting people in that position, that defensive line. We're always seeing, you know, people go in and out. It's a revolving door. It is. But you, I mean, that's the point of having people there. You need to have depth. With the injuries depth. in football, depth in all those positions is very important. Yes. On offensive line and defensive line. <laughs> Especially since we lost Senio Calamante. Yes. Right, right. And then the return game is something to look out for because I think like last week we saw Brandon Tate and Boston Scott. Was it Boston? Yeah, Boston yeah. Scott. <laughs> make sure. So many of them are going up for this position. I got to make sure I'm saying the right ones. There's a lot. Brandon Tate and Boston Scott last week we saw them return. No one has earned that position yet. It's going to be a battle all preseason. No one's gotten so, the rose. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Not yet, you guys. <laughs> So this week, they uh, JD suggested that everyone look out for Josh Huff, Shane Vereen, Natrell Jamerson, and also Tommy Lee Lewis, who we've seen in yep. that position all you know all last year. So that'll be something to look forward to. Are there any ones that you guys specifically like in that position? I've said the beginning from the beginning that my dark horse is Boston Scott. Yeah. So I've kind of. I don't know why. There's something about that. him. No, he, he it's because yeah. he's undersized. That's why and I like but him. But he's funky though. Like you, you and see, he's, it. he's very nice. He's very personable. In every interview, he always treats everyone with yes. you know a lot of respect. As do all the Saints players. But still, it's just something it's about him. Yeah. yeah. And I don't want to say like a little firecracker, but yeah. it's kind of like that yeah. that Darren Sproles s type, just mm -hmm. because yeah. Sproles lacked the size, but he was always just the way he was able to move around and kind of get through the line. And that kind of reminds me a little bit of Boston Scott. 
in that speed that he has too. He can so quickly just get out right. after it, especially on kick return and right. special teams how important that is. So I'm with you. I think Boston Scott intrigues me the most. I feel like that's the same with Tommy Lewis. That's the same. Yeah. They're, they're both mm-hmm. the same. Like, you know, they're smaller in size, but they pack a yeah. and they, punch. They walk around like they're six foot eight. <laughs> you know, it's nothing wrong with confidence, okay? <laughs> Stick your chest out and tell them you the one. Gotta have that swagger sometimes. There you, know? you go. If no one else is going to believe it, you got to believe it, right? Absolutely. <laughs> and then defensively, someone else to look out for, Arthur Millette. I think we can – Caroline, you and I have talked about this a few times. Like mm-hmm. He's one of those – here last year, but this year is stepping into his role more. Um, definitely seeing more physicality from him and competitiveness throughout camp. He's always making plays, so I'm really excited to see how he furthers get. I mean, you know, furthers his career in, in this preseason game. Yeah, I think the confidence is coming out. He's like again with Justin Hardy, same thing. Like he made the roster, he did what he could last season, he did well last season, but right. now he's kind of coming into his own a little right. bit more, and he's like, all right, I deserve to be here. You're going to put me on this roster, and I'm going to show you what I'm made of. Yeah, both of them ha- are already valued special teams players, so definitely looking for that improvement in coverage and to hop in that rotation on the defensive side. And then, Caroline, like you mentioned, Mr. Will Clapp, the LSU standout. Obviously, like we said, offensive line, you want to have that depth in the um, backup position and uh, having that versatility. Mm-hmm. Now, Will's played center and guard in mm-hmm. you know, getting reps in the, both of those positions, so that'll make him even more valuable to this team. Absolutely. Okay, guys, so if you're attending the game tomorrow, things you need to know. You should download the Saints official app presented by Verizon for all your game day traffic, parking, and weather updates. And yes, you know you need those when going down there because it gets busy, things get backed up. I think it's supposed to rain tomorrow. We don't Mm -hmm. know what time. So you just want to be prepared. It is a night game too. Game's at 7 o'clock. So just be prepared for all this stuff. You can also get real-time stats from the app. Caroline knows about the app more than anybody because she works on it for you guys. A lot of people have asked me how to download the app. Just go into your app store on your phone, type in New Orleans Saints. It's like the black and gold logo right there. It's a Fleur de Lis, the basic uh, Saints logo. Just download that, and then it'll ask you if you want push notifications. Say yes, and then enable your load of, uh, your location. I almost said notifications. Notification. Had to combine those two. Making uh, it words up now. Right, <laughs> and then um, you should be good to go. You'll get traffic updates, like you said, weather updates, real time stats, and then if you're inside the dome, you get um, a replay center from Ooh. every single play. So that's the that's coolest cool. part of it. Yeah, I would say that has to. It's be. It's like yeah. when you're watching the game at home and they're reviewing a play, and you can look at the angles, but you yep. have all the angles with you right on your phone that when you're sitting there real time in your seat yep let me see what i see they you can right. see exactly what's going on right and so you can have an idea when you're talking to your buddies like oh that's going to be overturned or that's going to stay the same i think it's one of the cooler parts of the app especially during the game that's and with, yeah and with so many new people on the team we have every single person on the roster right. the rosters on the app you know death chart all all those things so basically um, everything you can get from the website it's on the app yep it's, easier let's be real everyone's on their phone anyways you might as well be on the saints app exactly (laughs) Exactly. for sure at all times watch a little bit of the game though too (laughs) yeah yeah don't you know don't miss that stuff um if you're in new orleans you can watch the game on fox 8 regionally it will air on raycom stations and you can also listen in to the radio broadcast on wwl 870 and if you're out of market your best bet to tune in is probably nfl game pass (laughs) yeah free trial there you go just go. make sure you don't put in your uh, credit card number twice because I did that and I almost got charged ninety nine dollars. Guess what? I got charged one year. <laughs> I did it for the free thinking I'm doing the free trial and then it it 
time went up and I didn't catch it. Yep. And it got me for the, my money. And I, mean, I was so mad. Y'all make so much money. $99 of chump change. Woo! And yeah. moving Who said on. That? You are the stars of the <laughs> Friday Black and Blue Report. Not me. Okay, let's move on to some Pelicans talk, you guys. This is Daniel's forte. This is what we brought him My in bread for. and butter. There He's you go. literally wearing blue today. The Pelicans blue. Yeah, the navy blue. I'm yeah. already I'm ready for basketball you're, season. You're Once the schedule came out, you were lit. I'm ready to go. <laughs> yeah. That's all you Like out. I'm ready I'm ready to start. Forgot about Lillian, huh? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Who's that? Yeah. Who's that? <laughs> oh, I was supposed to wake her up, you know, from her nap. <laughs> I was looking at the schedule. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, so yes, the schedule did release last Friday. We were telling you guys to look out for that. I was obviously super excited about that. Caroline, obviously. Yep. She loves basketball more than football, <laughs> you guys. And she won't tell you that, but I just did. So there you go. Breaking news. <laughs> <laughs> she was a basketball player in college, so it, it makes sense. And my family only cared about basketball. so. <laughs> but you guys, I want to know which games you're most excited about on the schedule. And it doesn't have to be just one because there's obviously a long schedule, yeah. Yeah. a lot of games in the NBA. But tell me some top ones you're looking forward to. It's kind of funny. Um, I've never really gotten into the game schedule release and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I've never really been a fan of it. I think, well, not just a fan, but I've never really gotten into it. Like, oh, the schedule comes right, out right. tomorrow, you know, things like that. I think it's just because – it was I was playing, you know, so yeah, it's like same. I'm going to show up, I'm going to lace up and I'm going to play. It's not, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, whoever I'm going against, I'm going against that day. It doesn't really matter. But this year I was really excited to see who we were going to play against, especially with all the moves um, made in offseason mm-hmm. and free agency and stuff like that. So I have to say the first game I'm ex- well, this isn't exactly in order, but the first game that I saw was the Trailblazers, especially since we swept them last year. Yes. Um, I think that game is. March 25th when we play them at home. So that's going to kind of be like... You have to wait that long. Yeah. I mean, right. it's going to be exciting because they're going to kind of get those chills that they got last year when they were leaving. Yeah. And then that might be towards the end of the season. We're making a playoff push a little bit. So that well, could be exciting. Well, remember, CJ's trying, Jennifer. Yeah, I'm trying, Jennifer. <laughs> that was so funny. That Jennifer person's famous too. Yeah. Um, or uh, we play them November 1st, I believe, there. Uh, so that'll be a cool game. And then, of course, I'm excited for Golden State uh, on October 1st because of DeMarcus Cousins. And even then, though he won't be playing. Yeah, even though but, he won't be playing. But still, it's kind of just that animosity. You know, he's probably going to be on the bench. I honestly hope it's love at the end of the day. Yeah, I guess animosity isn't the right word, but it's like, you know, the fans are probably going to be The fans like, are might Ugh. be a little rough, but I hope it's love overall because, you know, at the end of the day, I'm sure – Although, like AD said, he's the enemy now. It's yep. in the sport, not yeah. necessarily off the court. Yeah. Like, it's still, hey, how you doing, you mm-hmm. know. <laughs> and then Laker, last game, Lakers on December 21st, I'm excited for because, of course, Rajon Rondo went there, and then they have L.A. Bronze. So that's going to be exciting to see. Of course, I think every every person who's a fan of any other team other than the Lakers is excited for the Lakers matchup. I like Still kind of salty that he went to L.A., but I I do appreciate LeBron as a player. Like, mm-hmm. he's one of those ones that I do like besides our team, you know. Choose the Pelicans above everybody else. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm, I know I'm from Los Angeles, and it's kind of terrible that I'm not a Lakers fan, but – it is what it is, you guys. I just I can't get with it. <laughs> I'm not really salty about it. I just I kind of had a feeling it was coming. Mm-hmm. Was Everyone did, but like, uh. it's just interesting the supporting cast that he has around him right now uh-huh. because it's it's 
that locker room, to be a fly on the wall in that locker room when you have Lance Stevenson and JaVale McGee and Rajon Rondo and guys like that that you're just like, that's a okay. movie waiting to happen. I mean, so, especially with Lance Stevenson, with the history that he has with LeBron. Right. With the blowing in his ear and things that, like that. Wait, tell me that's not going to be the most annoying teammate to have, though. Absolutely. Like, that's like, at this point, it's going to be like the little brother that irks you all the time because you're on the same team. You can't really hate but each other. But now that might be better that he's on the same team. So you can simmer him down. He can annoy well, everyone just, else. Well, it's more of the same thing. Like, he's someone that you hate to play against, but one of those guys that you love to have on your team. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. I compare it sort of to Draymond, Draymond Green, Green that – he gets under your skin, and I'm sure for opposing players it's annoying, but as soon as he's on your team, you're like, hey, hey, yep. Draymond's going to get you. That's right. for sure a show waiting to happen. They actually have like a kind of a behind-the-scenes show out there in L.A. backstage Lakers. They do it for – they're going to do it for the Chargers as well, and then I think the Dodgers do it too. So you'll see some behind-the-scenes yeah. stuff from the Lakers, but that'll be interesting to see that dynamic and that chemistry and how they grow. Hopefully nothing changes by trade deadline, huh? We'll see. Well, uh, game 82, I know we talked about Golden State, but the That's... fact that you have to wait till game 82 to see Boogie, yeah. and, and I think the schedule makers probably had a little bit to do with that, knowing I know. that right. let's make sure Cousins is healthy before. Right. But also, one, that game could have a lot at stake for either team, whether it's seeding. I mean, for the most part with the Warriors, it probably won't, just right. based on past <laughs> history. But the way the Pelicans ended their season last year, winning their last five, and without those five, we might not have the Pelicans might not have been in the playoffs. That that could be a huge game for the Pelicans, especially being at home. That whether it's a seeding purposes or whether it's to get in. Hopefully, it's not to get in, but whether it's could be for a first round home court advantage or for a sixth seed or whatever. Game eighty two can get real interesting. The fact that we have to wait till then, I don't like, but. That's the one game that I want to circle on the calendar because I think it's the only visit from Golden State, and it's a very meaningful – like, I get it. If they played here in December, it's whatever. Golden State's in town, the defending champs. But Game 82 means something for a lot of teams, and especially with the NBA. It's amazing how many games came down to the last one. You remember Minnesota and Denver were playing for a playoff spot in Game 82, so – who knows what could happen Please with that don't one. let us be in that position. No. Please, y'all. My heart and the stress and my anxiety cannot take it. I don't it have enough Tums to get me through all. that. I would love to see the Pelicans just start off good and maintain that and secure their position early. Secure the bag. There we go. That's but they all have a chance to get off to a good start because after that first road game against Houston, you have four at home, which is pretty rare for the Pelicans. Now that's what I'm – that's my shining moment that I'm waiting for. Because why? It's your birthday. Yes. <laughs> the October 26th game against Brooklyn is my birthday. And also our other co-host, Ashley Amos's birthday. We do share a birthday. Um, she's a year older than me, and we won't say our ages. So there we go. <laughs> 45 and 46. Whoa. <laughs> I am insulted. What a number. That is wild <laughs> right there. Daniel, you and I are going to have to talk about this off I control off the mics, mic. too, right now, okay. so you can't even turn my mic off right <laughs> oh now. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I am not that old, <laughs> for anyone wondering. But, yeah, that is our birthdays, and that will be a fun game because for Ashley, she's always traveling with the team. And last year, they were uh, playing against Sacramento in Sacramento. So this game, she'll be here, and after the game, be able to celebrate with her friends or do whatever she like to do because the next game that Saturday is also home. So that whole weekend. Not celebrate too home. much, though. 
Look, the whole weekend's my birthday, so I need a shout out on the jumbotron. I need like some love from you know. Are you one of those that does birthday months? No, I used to be. Like my friends would know it's coming because I'm like, I'm starting to count down. That's just the worst. But the older (laughs) I got, it's like the less I care. And like last year was my so last year around my birthday was was my first time being out here. Like I moved out here. Um, so around the I think the twentieth will be my my year anniversary out here. Uh, so I didn't do anything last year. For yeah. I didn't know anybody out here. My grandma was here with me, and then my friend came, and all we did was go eat and shop. And it didn't feel like my birthday, really. Yeah. So I, I don't know if I'm going to do anything huge. I know friends are going to come into town, but we'll see. But I know I'm working, so that'll be exciting. I like Luckily, I like working the basketball yeah. game, so I, it's not like a damper on my we day. We play a preseason game on my birthday, which is every year, so at least your game counts. Towards the regular Nobody season. cares about yeah. preseason. No one Wait, cares is about it, preseason. is it the home preseason game? No, it's the Knicks, October uh, 5th. Well, you'll be on that road, though. I will. Turn up in New York. I'm, I'm going to take a nap for my birthday. <laughs> Dad life. Yeah. That is true. Get I'm going to sleep. Get away, get in the hotel bed, and get comfy. Good night. <laughs> um, I'm also looking forward to that first away long road trip, though, after that home game. because it's Not gonna, the opponents. No, not the – well, the only reason why I am looking forward to the opponents is because that's going to be their first test. I mean, Houston really is going to be the first test of right. how well the team does. But within, like, the, even that first road trip, you know, they have Denver, the Warriors, um, Portland. Denver, Golden State and Oklahoma City. And Oklahoma City. Those are all, like, valid opponents. On the West too to play. All those teams will be contending for a Western Conference playoffs. Right, so I I do. I'm 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 not afraid of competition. Okay, give us the best because why you need to play the best to be the best. So if they can get off to a good start and get that confidence up going in, you know, getting that season going. No, it's a big road trip, but it also goes to show how important those four home games are before that because you could dig yourself in a massive hole if you don't get off to that good start at home and then go on this long five game nine day road trip. So. Jim and I were talking about this on Monday as far as I don't think if you look at everyone's schedule this year that anyone has a tougher road trip opponent-wise than the Pelicans do with those five games. Because, again, Denver missed the playoffs with 46 wins. Right. Golden State won it all. Portland, we know what happened with them. San Antonio is a little different. They still have an all-star in DeMar DeRozan. Right. Still a playoff team. And then Oklahoma City, of course, keeping Paul George. So, it's crazy how you have all those five in one road trip. Usually on a big road trip, you might have one or two teams that are going to be tough, and then you have a few teams that are not so great. But all five of those games, you're capable of winning, but you're also capable of losing too. One thing I know that we used to do all the time when we would talk about the upcoming games and especially the longer road trips, we'd be like, well, we'll as long as the Pelicans split the road trip, they're, they're yeah. off to a good start. I don't want to have that mindset this year, okay? I want them to have the mindset going in like, oh, we got this. And if you lose – then it hurts, you know, but like, don't go, you gotta go into it even more confident because they did a lot better than people expected them to do last year. Maybe even better than they fully expected themselves to do. I'm not quite sure, but that, even though it came at the end of the season, the second stretch, it still showed what the team is capable of. And confidence is, I get that point, and I think they certainly do because they were a better road team last year than they were a yeah. home team. So I think the confidence on the road is there, but with it, how hard it is to win on the road, they yeah. do have to have realistic expectations of if you do go th- if you go three and two on that road trip, that is a huge success just based on the opponents and how much you're traveling. One of those is a back to back with Golden State and Portland. It's it's not going to be easy. So yeah, of course you want to go and go and we're going to go five and zero. Oh. I was gonna say maybe it's my competitiveness that won't let me be realistic I get that. right now. You just I just have to be realistic. Let me take myself back to the journey. And I'm not hat. saying that <laughs> don't be realistic. This team's not going to be good. Right, and right, they right. shouldn't. No, but I'm saying, saying that you got to have some sort of 
expectations of with every road trip, no matter even if it's five teams with losing records. Yeah. Pelicans have had plenty of road trips sometimes where they'd it's lose true. they'd lose to the the uh bad teams and yeah. beat the good teams. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see. It'll be a wait and see moment for sure. But hey, each team plays all thirty teams. So the schedule that's the exciting part is every team comes in, that we can go to every team, but it's always something about the schedule when it comes out. That it's just exciting. Gives you a little jitters, huh? It does. And We're... if you look at how we end the season too, six of eight at home, the schedule is very friendly at home. At uh, very friendly at the end of the season in March and April. So if the Pelicans are going for that playoff spot or seeding wise. Huge opportunity there at the end. Well, we're just a little over a month away from media day, and then preseason starts. Training camp. All... Oh yeah, training camp. I gotta forget about that part. Training camp, and then meet in the Pelicans uh, preseason. Goodbye, life. Yeah. Yeah. Adios. Don't talk to me. Don't text yeah. me because I'm probably busy, you guys. Just <laughs> the wife and kids goodbye, and see you in May. Well, Same. if you didn't know, for I would say for Caroline and I more than you, Daniel, uh, November is going to be probably the most hectic month of this whole entire season yeah. because we have crazy games with Saints having two Thursday night games and then um, Pelicans having a lot of games during that month that like kind of coincide right next to those Thursday night games. It's a lot going on. So, so should we have listeners send caffeine yeah. Coca-Cola products, Because I mean, we still course. have this show every Friday, too. Like, you know, we got to. Please send oh Coke God. products, remember Coca-Cola products, yeah. to Studio B here that we can we use. Send me caffeine so I can put it in my veins. I'm Just a Sprite IV. chick. I don't do the dark soda, but I'll do Sprite. Okay. So, you know, that's still good. I like Coke Zero, Cherry Coke Zero. I like snacks. More of a snacker. Me too. I love sunflower seeds. <laughs> okay, I got some. There we go. <laughs> but, yes, yeah, so if you're going to the game tonight, back to Saints. Sorry, yes, guys. Pelican's over. We don't have any games to talk about anymore. <laughs> game tonight... Uh, Champion Square. They'll have music, food, drinks before the game. Get out there, have some fun. Hopefully, it's not raining or too so, hot. Yeah, or too hot. You forget it. That's a good and a bad thing. At least it's because it's a night game. At least it's still warm out. Yeah, you're not, you're not cold. For you know? sure. Um, yeah, season is right around the corner too. Preseason's here. Superdome's gonna be rocking. So excited! Can't wait to see you all out there. Might run into you guys in Champion Square. I wish people can see your dancing right I now. I know. We should have a camera here. You got to see. I'm very animated, you guys. I don't mean to be, but. You're just me. hyped up. You're it's ready to go. Me. I know. It's, it's game day. Game day. Let's go. <laughs> and it's also rare because it's a weekday game day. So. I know. We never get that. We're always like, okay, let's get our weekend ready for the game. Yeah. But we have a lot more this year. Monday, a Monday night game, two Thursday night mm-hmm. games. Thanksgiving oh, yeah. here. That Thanksgiving's going to. Against the bitter rivals, Atlanta Falcons. Are you kidding me? And at me? least it's a night game, so we can still eat. And at least before. it's home. Exactly. We can still eat before. Are you one of those that eats Thanksgiving dinner like in mid? Because there's some people no. that eat it like at lunch, like a lunch kind of thing. No. And, then some at and I'm always the cook. Not always, but oh. like the last two years I've cooked. So now you don't have to. You have the excuse. I'm still going to cook because I like having Thanksgiving food, but I think my family's going to come. So I won't be alone. I was alone last yeah. year. I do the I do the eat at like two o'clock and then eat again at like yeah. six o'clock. Nap in between. Yeah, okay, I'm terrible for saying I'm alone because Caroline and I both went to friends' houses in JD's house. Mm-hmm. One of them was our stops, but still, my family wasn't here. Yeah, so, yeah. Been there. It's the life, you guys. But it's gonna be exciting times, and we're ready for season for both seasons. Love it. Love the busyness. Love all of it. Let's go. Yes. So make sure you guys watch the game tonight. And go Saints. Thank you guys for listening. Check us next Friday. Check me on Monday. 
and Daniel on Monday. And the Saints will be in LA next week. So we'll have more to talk about from training camp and all that fun stuff. Until next time, guys. Thank you.